Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. After publishing my video report on bank bail-ins, a contractor for the European Central Bank, who asked that his name be withheld for security reasons, contacted me with the following information. Shortly after the FDIC meeting that went viral, my source was assigned an urgent project related to bail-in capability for the European Central Bank, or ECB. Bail-ins is when the bank steals money directly from people's accounts, just like we saw in Cyprus in 2013. The project goal is to build a data infrastructure for the financial market infrastructures, which are the networks that allow financial transactions to take place, to report to the ECB about the capability of banks and capital markets to absorb losses and to execute bail-ins as quickly and efficiently as possible. This urgent project makes it clear that the ECB is expecting a system collapse and that they know it is uncontrollable and unforeseeable. The current security requirements do not legally compel the banks to provide information to the ECB. If a bank is insolvent, they have no incentive to tell the ECB. And so the ECB is not targeting banks directly, but rather financial intermediaries like SWIFT and large settlement houses. The purpose of this contractor's job is to provide a way for the ECB to pinpoint which banks are insolvent and where the collapse will stem from. This is being done by creating large data lakes, which an engineer can analyze and find meaning at a graphical level. How much bail-ins each bank has to execute and how much of a loss they can take. This is evidence that the ECB is definitely planning on bail-ins as a means of surviving an imminent collapse. And when this occurs, we can expect multiple banks to close and stock markets around the world to shut down, as the banks steal as much money from the people as they deem necessary. Most of this work is being done in private, but there are pieces of information available to the public on the EU's SRB website, including operational guidance on bail-in implementation and the operational guidance on bail-in playbooks. The ECB contractor has also pointed out that the latest directives for the European Union's digital service providers states that governments shall appoint trusted bodies for internet domain registry, meaning that the government will have the sole authority on who is able to have a website, and that these new security directives allow a gaping hole for a major cyber attack, which official commentators are ignoring. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. 
Folks, that is the latest from Greg Reese. You can find and share it at band.videoinfowars.com. Of course, Italy this weekend, the entire country went down because of a supposed uh, cyber attack. We'll get into that. We have a lot to discuss today. Obviously, we're going to tell the story of the, the Chinese balloon and its ignominious end, as well as uh, a lot of new information about the Ukraine war coming out from the likes of uh, people such as the former prime minister of Israel. Lots to discuss. We'll be taking your phone calls throughout the show as well. Of course, remember, you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Ultimate Bone Broth is still 25% off. I'm frankly shocked that we still have any in stock. So go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Stay with us. We'll be back in about one minute or so to uh, do the Daily Dispatch. Don't go anywhere, folks. It's the American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.Video. Please do share those links. We rely on you to spread the word. Stay tuned. Daily Dispatch on the other side. It's Monday, February 6th, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be here this morning. We have quite a bit to discuss, and we'll open up the phone lines. We can all discuss it together. Love to get you guys' input. We'll be taking calls uh, throughout the show today. Lots of stuff to cover, everything from politics to culture to, well, war and what appears increasingly like the likelihood of uh, open World War Three, Nuclear bombs, just a lot of fun stuff to get into today. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right down to it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 6th of February, 2023. U.S. military shoots down CCP spy balloon over the East Coast. The U.S. military on Saturday shot down the Chinese spy balloon that spent days floating across the continental United States. The surveillance balloon was shot down from 58,000 feet by F-22s over the coast of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, after the FFA shut down numerous airports and closed the airspace around the area. Civilians on the ground also captured the moment on video. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin issued a statement patting Biden on the back for ordering the balloon's takedown, albeit days after it initially entered the U.S. airspace and just as soon as it finished its mission i guess just let it go ahead and surveil the entire continental united states and then destroy it once its job was done just incredible stuff really incredible stuff and we'll be talking about this uh, a little bit later as well after intense public outcry when asked saturday what the government had planned to do about the balloon after it began drifting towards the atlantic ocean joe biden replied we'll take care of it This military action marks a significant reversal of the Pentagon's initial stance on the spy balloon, uh, with the spokesperson stating Friday the balloon would not be taken down due to the, quote, size of the payload. Uh, We would take down the uh, Chinese spy balloon, but it's uh, it's too big, you understand? It's just – it's a big balloon, so, I mean, we'll just let it – we'll just let it keep spying on us for a couple days. I mean, just – just mind-blowing stuff. And, uh, again, we will get into this. We'll see. We'll see whether this was a, a one-off or if this was sort of in line with a pattern that we've been seeing out of the uh, deep state military, you know, permanent class there in Washington D.C. Uh, spoiler alert: they all seem to be working for China in a very 
bizarre way. We're going to do a little little expose on old General Milley today, who, as far as I'm concerned, has repeatedly shown that he is of a treasonous nature. So we'll get into that. We'll get very into that. In international news here, powerful magnitude 7.8 earthquake strikes Turkey, toppling buildings. We have a lot of uh, videos of this. As of 11 p.m. Eastern time, it was reported at least 31 people were killed. Uh, Yeah, the current death toll is significantly higher, upwards of 1,600 people killed, actually. It was an unbelievably massive earthquake right there in the uh, central Anatolian Peninsula, although there was also one in, uh, I guess it's the same one in Syria. Essentially, this one earthquake was so powerful, it was felt as far away as Lebanon. And uh, yeah, building after building, completely toppling, pretty horrific stuff. And we will uh, we'll show you some videos of that a little bit later. Just, yeah, horrifying. Thousands of people dead and missing. And we expect that number to rise as uh, the rubble is picked through. And the uh, true scale of the devastation is finally known. We also have this published February 5th from the Gateway Pundit. New Massachusetts bill will allow prisoners to donate organs for less prison time. A new bill introduced by Democrat representatives in Massachusetts would allow prisoners incarcerated in the state to donate their organs or bone marrow in exchange for less prison time. Which, I don't know about you, but I find utterly horrifying but hey there it is bill hd 3822 introduced by democratic representatives carlos gonzalez and judith garcia aims to create a new organ donation program in the state that would allow prisoners to donate their bone marrow liver kidney or other organs in exchange for a lighter sentence so just just literally selling your organs to avoid jail time just Per the bill, incarcerated individuals will receive between 60 to 365 days reduction of their sentence in exchange for their organs. Good Lord. You you want another – you want an extra two months outside of the the can? Wow. Cost is just your kidney or your liver or your skin. God only knows. Just, again, horrifying, horrifying stuff. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. Just the whole – well, tr- like, I don't even know if this is transhuman or just, just an attack on humanity itself. It's just like in the last week or so, you've got this bill, right? Sell your organs to avoid the, your punishment for the crimes you commit. Okay, there's also people discussing using brain-dead women to deliver babies as, as surrogates. So you can have a, a brain-dead, comatose, basically kept alive by machines female body that you can um, – you know, if you're gay or something, you can you can stick a baby in there and uh, just good lord, as if you can do stuff like that and not and it not have horrific down the road consequences. You know, babies can hear things inside the womb, right? You know, it still is a, a living being that is actually affected by outside stimuli. So I don't know. I don't know how uh, normal it would be, how normal it'll come out when it's uh, simply been gestating in a literal corpse for the time being. But again, you know, it's just every day we stray farther from the light. Meanwhile, West blocked Ukraine a peace deal, says former Israeli PM. We'll show you this video a little bit later. 
Last September, Fiona Hill and Angela Stint wrote this in Foreign Affairs. According to multiple senior U.S. officials in April of 2022, Russian and Ukrainian negotiators appeared to have tentatively agreed on the outlines of a negotiated interim settlement. In the end, of course, no such settlement was agreed on, which may be at least in part because Boris Johnson advised Zelensky not to sign it during his surprise visit to Kiev in early April. This, of course, is something that we covered uh, on this program. And now we have more information about it with one of the intermediaries between Russia and Ukraine being the prime minister of Israel, uh, who has recently done an interview where he explained exactly how uh, peace was avoided and further warfare was ensured. Now, we actually have a video of this. Uh, the Grammys was yesterday. And uh, let's, go ahead, let's go ahead and watch what they were up to. Uh, there at the Grammys. Here's uh, America's descent into Satanism all in 30 seconds. Let's watch. Okay, there's uh, Satan and uh, women in cages dancing, uh, or I don't know, maybe they're men. I, it's hard to tell anymore. Uh, yes, within the witch's circle, the cheers go up for the satanic mock ceremony, or just satanic ceremony. What do I mean, mock? It's just, it's happening. There you go. CBS presents the Grammys. Now, what happened? Oh, we missed the end. Well, uh, in that clip, it was it's pretty perfect. The uh, satanic ceremony sacrifice ends with, yes, brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> brought to you by Pfizer. You know, we were, we were watching a movie yesterday, me and the, me and the old family, uh, watching The Lion King. It's different as a father, I have to say. But it just it brought to mind the the old conspiracy theories people used to have about uh, what's the word subconscious messaging in Disney movies, right? You'd have to go to these weird sites in the internet, the dark corners of the internet, where people would be showing screenshots of things like The Lion King with the word, you know, the letters S E X in the dust, and people were pausing and being like, "See, this is if they're subtly trying to." You know, the sub uh, what, what what the subliminal? That's the word I'm looking for. Subliminal messaging, uh, and it's just interesting because when I was a kid, you know, the subliminal messaging of the Disney movies was things like that. The word sex in the in the dust, and it was like, oh man, this is so bad. Now, fast forward 20 years, and they're just it's just open. It's just like Blue's Clues is just showing transgender people stripping on it. It's just like, wow, wow, they, they're really not subtle anymore. It's kind of the same thing with the Grammys. You know, you used to have to go to people like Jay Dyer to, uh, you know, unwind and, and untangle all of the symbolism there. Now they're just doing it. Now it's just a literal satanic ceremony in your face. Basically, the mask is off, the, the curtain is down, and we're seeing the satanic underbelly for what it is. InfoWars secret weapon is finally here. It's a secret weapon for your immune system, for your stamina, for your energy, for your way of life, for your libido. And it also keeps InfoWars on the air. And I almost forgot, you save at least 50% on these products for what you'd pay for similar products or the exact same products in stores around the country. That's because we go right to the highest quality manufacturer in the nation that supplies some of the top names. They then give us the best deal out there because the owner is a listener. We're able to bring it to you with massive discounts. You're not going to find 1,000 milligram high quality CBD for anywhere near the price we sell it. You're not going to find it the 10 milligram or the 20 milligram. You're not going to find turmeric at 95% humanoid at the price we're selling it. You're not going to find any of this anywhere near that. These similar formulas with the same formulas sell for up to 200% more than we're selling these. 
InfoWarsMD, now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, a true 360 win. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, they're not even hiding it anymore. Typically, after you know, for a long time, Infowars would be the place that you would tune in, in order, you know, after a, a big major event like the Super Bowl halftime show or the Grammys or Academy Awards. You'd watch these, and mostly it was just sort of you know fun, celebrating uh, pop culture in all of its various degeneracies but you'd watch it and you'd think yeah, something's kind of weird about this There's something not quite right about this something strange going on under the surface that i can't quite put my finger on you'd have to tune into somewhere like Infowars to get the symbolism decoded for you you know very subtle things that they employ to signal to one another you know that they know what's actually going on and you know they think it's i don't know cool or hip or something to uh, secretly be a, a Satan worshiper of some sort. It's like they're putting us out of a job. It's like, we, it's like, why do we need to be here anymore, right? Like, we, could, we can still do it. I mean, we can still pretend, right? Let's go ahead and go to uh, this clip here. Sam Smith dresses as the devil in satanic performance, unholy, uh, during the Grammys. If we go ahead and, uh, and roll that clip. This, this is what played on um, network TV last night. We'll see if we can't pick out the the, sim, the symbolism here. Sorry, is that... You, see, you may notice that um, he's dressed up like Satan, and you see the circle on the ground there. That's a, that's a key part of uh, witchcraft or occult ceremonies that you have the uh, ceremony. It's a summoning circle. It has to be a, a closed circle that you see there on the ground. Now, you may notice the subtle flames in the background. That's actually a symbol of uh, fire. And uh, that's hell. And you'll notice it's not obvious, but he is wearing a top hat with horns poking through uh, because he's Satan. See, this is how we decode the the very subtle symbolism of the of the elites. Yeah, they. Uh, I guess they figured it. They don't have to hide it anymore. They can just come out and do it. 
it just it just really makes you think that the the crazy evangelicals from the 80s and 90s were uh, right the entire time. You know, it's like for years you had the Hollywood elite sort of dipping their toe in this in the satanic pool, sort of signaling to, to each other with a wink and a nod uh, with these little, you know, symbolic witchcraft, occult kind of things that they get into. And then you'd have the hyper vigilant Christians you know, pointing it out and, and yelling about it. And, you know, finally, at some point, it just became too much and. I guess enough, I don't know, Comedy Central specials made fun of Christians in America where Christians just sort of threw up their hand and went, okay, all right, fine, we'll shut up. We'll stop being concerned about this. And uh, instead of being proven wrong, instead of being proven like, see, you stupid Christians, if you just leave us alone, everything's fine. It's like as soon as the Christians lose any semblance of power whatsoever, it just is a complete descent into full-fledged Satanism. It's pretty wild, pretty wild stuff. You know, it'd be really interesting if you had, you know, the flip side as well. If you also had during Gram- during the Grammy some sort of, you know, overtly Christian symbolism as well. You had some Christian singer, you had some, you know, uh, one of the genres maybe that, you know, best Christian album. You had, you know, a big cross up there on the stage and you know, people praying to it or symbolism of the Last Supper of some sort. But uh, nope, nope, n- nothing like that. Just pure and simple Satanism, <laughs> just in your face. So, like, what is there even to say about this? I, I mean, they think it's funny, I guess. They think it's, like, cute. I-, I don't get what the appeal is of this. I don't get how normal people see this. And there's, like, that was so cool. That fat transsexual in the Satan co- costume is so awesome. He's so cool. It's it's cringy. It's weird. It's evil. It's just like if this is what they're doing on national television in your face, what do you think they get up to in secret? It's a good question to ask. Now, there is actual you know, symbolism that not everybody knows, such as the circle on the ground being a summoning circle being a, a, a part of the occult, uh, you know, witchcraft performance. Pretty wild stuff. And then, of course, you also have Jill Biden making a surprise appearance at the end of the show. Unholy is definitely a uh, Biden family value song, as uh, put in this Gateway Pundit article. It was the 65th annual Grammy Awards in Los Angeles uh, Sunday night, and broadcast on CBS featured the Grammy's usual tribute to the Prince of Darkness, this time apparently sponsored by the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer. And we played it during the uh, Daily Dispatch. But let's go ahead and roll that again. Let's uh, let's roll that again. It's America. This st- oh, the videos aren't responsive. Darn it. Okay. All right, we got a little, a little technical difficulty. We're playing, we're playing this, uh, we're playing today two men down at this point. We got it. All right. Let's uh, let's go ahead and play this. America, the state of the demonic left in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally normal. This belongs on uh, national TV, of course. It's uh, definitely what we want pumped into all of our homes. Brilliant. At the end of the satanic performance... The audience bathed in red blood, uh, brought to you by Pfizer. Yes, loving, good Pfizer. And then, of course, you have Jill Biden giving the speech because if you if you weren't aware of this, 
there is a distinct political bent to all of this. I saw somebody on Twitter the other day say it where they're saying, um, you know, if you're a if you're an atheist, I can pretty much guarantee I know which political party you vote for. Christians, they're sort of both sides of the aisle. Like any religion, you, you might say on both sides of the aisle. But uh, if you're a Satan worshiper, do you think you're Republican? Like, do you think there are any Republican Satan worshipers out there? Do you think there's anybody out there that's like sneaking off into the woods to like sacrifice a chicken to Moloch? Because that happens, by the way. People also think that that's like some sort of ridiculous idea. And then we actually had a caller who called in about this. We looked it up, and sure enough, it was true. In like central Florida, there was a major problem with this where like in the park, they just kept finding like mangled corpses of farm animals. They're like, what the hell's going on here? And it turned out to be some voodoo ritual that was being carried out by Satan worshipers in the, uh, in the, in the forest there. So it's, you know, it's, it's a spiritual war that we're fighting. And it's, you know, all the, all the people that are on the side of the pharmaceutical companies, all the people that are on the side of the warmongers, even now expanding and accelerating us into open nuclear conflict with Russia, Iran, and China. Uh, yeah, they're all Democrats they're all liberals. They're all our loving liberal neighbors. It's like, just let people be. Just let them be how they want to be. And it's like, all right, you know what? You're right. We should just cool it. Everybody has a right to express themselves. They're like, great. We're going to sacrifice babies on TV now. We're going to kill babies after they're born and call it abortion. We're going to show Satan being worshipped by the entire United States. <laughs> you thought we were kidding when we were doing this? No, we're totally serious, and we're only descending further and further into total hell. How does anybody not see what's going on here? I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com. And you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsTore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsTore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal, Infowars.com. We'll be opening up the phone lines in just a little bit to take your calls. I'd like to know what you guys think about the state of the world today. You know, something very strange going on right now. 
like the two stories that are sort of our our top stories today represent the the one two punch that's in a lot of ways taking out America right now. That is the Chinese spy balloon and the satanic ceremony at the Grammys. Right? It's just we have our enemies on the outside who are becoming increasingly brazen in their attacks on America with the people in charge of defending us seem to be completely disinterested in doing so. And whether it's the southern border or the you know Chinese economic warfare or giant spy balloons floating above us or the WHO and their pandemic treaty attempting to take sovereignty away from us and give it to some unelected foreign body. The attacks from the outside are mounting and increasing and not being prevented by those in charge of protecting us from the outside. While meanwhile, inside our culture and our way of life and our traditional values are being thoroughly destroyed by those who uh, lead our entertainment and media corporations. It really is a, a massive one-two punch, and it's, it's strange to me because there are still so many people with massive amounts of money and massive influence, and they're, they're high up in important military positions that are extremely patriotic, and a lot of these people – are very, very concerned about China. They're super concerned about China. They're very worried about the advances and the accelerated timetable of the Chinese world takeover, which the Chinese are not shy about, right? They basically just come out and say, they're like, China will be taking over the world, will be completely dominant in this number of years, and here's how we're going to do it, Belt and Road Initiative, attacks on uh, America in in various different ways. And so you've got these people at the top that, again, really don't like China. They are patriots in their own way, but they're boomers. The the boomer menace is really something else because a lot of these guys, they're very very concerned about China, and and their only solution is to, like, outdo them militarily. They're worried about, like, Tomahawk missiles and – you know, having enough air superiority to fight China. But meanwhile, their children are being chemically castrated at the age of 12 by their elementary school teachers. So what exactly are you fighting for? I'm, try- I'm trying to think how to explain this because it's, it's, it's people that I don't want to out particularly, you know, personally, but uh, really it's just it's – a, it's a boomer mentality. The, the boomer menace is, uh, is increasing, and what do I mean by that? Well, the boomers, as far as I can tell, are the first people in history. Like this is the first time in history, the first generation throughout all of recorded history without some sort of outside force causing a downfall who is leaving the generation after them less better off than they are, right? I mean it happens every once in a while where – you know, one generation has some major war, and and so everything gets worse for the people behind them. But that, that didn't happen with the boomers. The boomers are just keeping it for themselves. Like, how many people do you know 
who are boomers who are like retiring these days and they've got like a speedboat and a house that's all paid for and a lake house that they have and uh, you know, a big retirement fund and, and their kids don't own a home. Their kids are like 35 and still paying rent on some apartment, right? There's nothing passed down, nothing for the next generation. And on top of that, the boomers will not relinquish power, right? They're still in office. I mean, look at the American government right now. They're all over 70. A lot of them are over 80 and they refuse to relinquish power. For all of time, the pattern has been that the adults raise their children up with the expectation that they will pass power off to the next generation, that they raise the kids right. And when they're of age, it's a, it's a willing pass down. And the, the, you know, people who had run the country retire at 60 or 70 and spend a couple decades watching as their progeny pick up the torch and, and carry it for them. That's not happening with boomers. They refuse to relinquish their power. They refuse to pass it down to the next generation, which, we weren't prepared for it because like me, the millennials, the, the people like me or even younger, we sort of were waiting. We were waiting the whole time. We were waiting for that pass down moment. We were waiting for that passing of the torch to happen, but it's not happening. So who is going to inherit the power of the United States corporate or governmental structures these days? It's not the children of the boomers. They're not getting anything. No, instead, it'll be those with a revolutionary spirit, those who are either foreigners or radicals who will take the power from the boomers, right? So instead of it just being passed down naturally to their children, they withhold it all from their children only to have it stolen by people who despise them and their children. So, I mean, this is the situation that we're in. I hate to say it. I know there's probably a lot of boomers listening to me right now. You're probably not the ones I'm talking about. It's the it's everybody else. It's everybody else. And again, a lot of these people, it's like they just don't get – and I think what it is is compartmentalization in a lot of ways. It's like they have this idea that you can you can be a good person but like you can also work for a company that is despicably evil and there's somehow no contradiction in that. I don't know. I, I just don't think I don't think they even realize. I, I really don't know how to how to like explain it to these people because, again, they're they're terrified of China. They are just horrified at the strength and power that China has and is going to turn against us if they haven't you know already. They're they're certainly going to very soon. And yet they never ask what has brought about this Chinese right. Here's a perfect example. There's this one guy. He's a billionaire, multi-billionaire, just owns like – or just has like tons of money. He, he made all of his money from a, um, from a uh, movie studio that he had, and he's very concerned now in his retirement about China, and he wants to spend money on like military applications to try to get better weapons or try to increase the you know, supply rate of the weaponry that the military needs. Because he's so scared of China, but he made all of his money because he sold his movie studio to China. Like there's this weird disconnect where it's like they sell everything to China. They offshore everything to China. They send all of our manufacturing to China. They send all of our entertainment to China. They allow their children to be on TikTok, which is run by China. And then they take the money that they earned from selling everything to China 
and then they want to buy missiles to fight China with. It's like, how stupid do you have to be? How retarded are these people? Honestly, I can't, I can't fathom what goes through their mind. But this is who's running our country. These are the people that are running our country. And, and it, I guess it's typical. It's just sort of what you would expect from these people because they do it continuously. And I really don't think they – like they're, they're all standing there. They get together in their big meetings and talk about you know, what we can do to, to defend ourselves from China while their children are – you know, being indoctrinated into transgenderism by TikTok run by China. So it's like they're stuck in this – they're stuck in the 1960s. They think it's still the 1960s. They think America is still this strong, virtuous country that just has to have a strong military and then everything else will work itself out. It's like you know China is strong now because of their morals, because of their ethics, because of their nationalism that they indoctrinate their kids in. That's what America is lacking. That's where you should be spending your money. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there, and your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is the American Journal. Infowars.com band.video. A lot of videos to to show here. You know, one of the one of the strangest things, like I, I I genuinely don't understand. I genuinely don't understand what um, what the what the leftist stance is on 
like America. I like I get they just just literally hate America. I guess it's it's very weird because essentially you have this story right of this massive spy balloon holding a, a an array of of sensors and other. I mean, God only knows what was on that balloon. I mean, but it was the size of like three buses, right? Three city buses. That's how big this balloon was. Absolutely huge. It's from China. China admits it. There's no speculation about that. Floating its way across the continental United States. And you've got everybody who's anybody going, well, what is this? Like, what? Why do we allow this? Why would we permit this to happen? This is weird. Like, it doesn't matter – if you're left or it shouldn't be a political thing when you have the Chinese Communist Party openly spying on the American mainland by floating a giant spying device overall, like a giant blimp, giant Goodyear blimp saying, we're watching you, love the Chinese Communist Party. Who wouldn't want that taken down? Who wouldn't advocate for its destruction, some sort of show of force, shooting it down? capturing it somehow i mean we have so many drones and and that sort of thing like but instead what you saw all across twitter was leftists like mocking trump supporters for wanting to take down the balloon like making fun they're just like (laughs) all these republicans out like taking pictures with their guns like obviously it was a a joking thing of lots of republicans just like posting pictures of them with like binoculars and a gun being like, I'll take it down. I got it right. Obvious jokes. But like this made liberals mad. Like they were angry that people didn't like the Chinese balloon. Like what? I mean it, it honestly makes me think that like China could like set off a nuke in America and liberals would be like, it's one nuke, you guys. Like, you know, we dropped two nukes 50 years ago. So like, what are you so mad about? We did it. It's like there, there are hundreds, there are hundreds of thousands of people dead. There's all of Montana is irradiated. Nobody can go there. It's all of the plants died. And you can just, I can just hear it now, just being like, <laughs> the Trump supporters claim that just because they set off one nuclear bomb, they're going to shoot off more. Yeah, right. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand what, wh- where is their line? What is something that they'll actually get mad at? What is something they'll actually stand up against? Obviously, they'll stand up if you know some black dude overdoses on, on fentanyl while in police custody. Then they'll burn the whole country down. But when it's China floating a giant spy balloon, they just, they're just like condescending about it. They're just like, so? It's a spy balloon. We spy on them. It's like, honestly, what's it going to take? What, would, what will you people actually stand up for America for? This isn't some crazy thing. This isn't some like, you know, we got to go spread democracy to Iraq and you're standing up against some, you know, bizarre push by the American government to spread democracy overseas. Like this is America, American citizens being spied on by a foreign power who openly hates us and like makes videos continuously and like public statements from the heads of their government mocking America and talking about how stupid and weak we are and how they're going to, you know, destroy us completely. And liberals just are like, yeah, good. They should destroy us. We are evil. Like, I don't know, man. I really don't get where these people come from. It's really bizarre. And then, of course, they have to just make things up 
about this happening during the Trump administration, which it never did. Republicans call for probe Biden's resignation amid Chinese spy balloon blunder. Like that's that is a that's a reasonable thing to ask. That's that's completely reasonable when you know that the Biden administration knew about the Chinese spy balloon for days, if not weeks, before it was public knowledge. Then even Biden himself ordered it taken down, said you know shoot it down, and the Pentagon. It's like, nah, we're just going to let it go all over the entire continental United States first, and then we'll shoot it down once it's over the ocean and completed its mission. Like, you get that once it's over the Atlantic Ocean, there is no point to destroy it because it's done. It's just going to surveil the ocean from then on. Like, there's nothing, there's no point to that. But, like, I, I don't know. It's this, like, superiority thing where liberals think that if, if Republicans are concerned about something, then – in order to show that they're smarter than the Republicans, they have to show that they don't care about that thing. And again, if you watched uh, Alex's show on Friday, he explained very clearly how different this is from like spy satellites. Because that was another thing I saw a lot. It's people being like, um, you know China has spy satellites, right? And it's like, yeah, but you know spy satellites are above the atmosphere. They're in the stratosphere. So some of the radar arrays and things can't penetrate through the atmosphere and get the detailed surveillance of things like ICBM launching sites that would be necessary in targeting of nuclear weapons. They, they don't get that. No, they're, they're the smart ones. So they'll condescendingly tell you about Chinese spy satellites as an excuse as to why we shouldn't care that China's sending balloons over the entire United States. And then they claim that, um, well, actually this happened multiple times under the Trump administration, which it didn't, and that's a lie. That's just like a straight-up lie. We got lots of uh, videos about this, actually. Here's one. There were not three spy balloons or any spy balloons during the Trump administration. This, I believe, was uh, head of the DNI, Ratcliffe. Let's watch that. Title of the video is You know, balloon or, or device over the continental mainland and have this kind of slow, weak, timid, late, um, frankly – a uh, terrible response by the Biden administration. Well, I want to I want to ask you what kind of capability it has. But just to be clear, you're saying there were not three spy balloons from China that entered the United States airspace and traveled and was able to do what we've seen this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you that um, uh, very clearly. Listen, Maria, it's every time something goes wrong in the Biden administration, there's one of two responses. They either find a way to blame the Trump administration or they try and find a way to say the Trump administration did it, too. And that's what they're. Tra- that was a uh, former head of the DNI, John Ratcliffe, uh, explaining that, no, this did not happen under the Trump administration. This is just what Biden does. Right. He's asked about inflation this weekend, and he's like, well, it was, it was worse under Trump. It's like, no, it, it obviously wasn't. Inflation was 1.4% when Biden got into office. It's upwards of it got upwards of like 9% over the summer. I mean, just, just lies, just open, ridiculous lies from the leftists because they have nothing. They have no argument. They can't say like, well, no, it's, it was a reasonable thing to not shoot down the balloon. It wasn't. So they have to try to claim that actually Trump did it worse. There's no evidence. Uh, Mike Pompeo also told Fox News uh, that this did not happen under the Trump administration. Let's watch that. 
today. Oh, we're going to see a lot more of these. We're going to see a lot more of these balloons uh, crossing over the country. So just get used to it. And in fact, they've come here before. You were in office. Have they come here before, these balloons? And were you aware of them? Not, not to the best of my knowledge, I've spoken with Ambassador O'Brien, too, the National Security Advisor. Uh, this is different in kind, for sure. You, can, you told me folks can see this from the ground. I don't remember reports of anybody seeing this from the ground during our four years in office. Uh, this is not something we should take for granted. We shouldn't allow this to continue to happen. Uh, they are probing us everywhere, Martha. They're probing us uh, in the Pacific with their fighter aircraft. We had a close incident not too many weeks ago. They're probing us in our home by putting propaganda on TikTok, poisoning our children. They're working in our schools and universities. This is just another example of the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. And to the extent that we give an inch, to the extent we appease them, they'll continue to expand. And, you know, if we can't take down this balloon, if President Biden won't respond to this seriously, I doubt that his statement that we will defend Taiwan and help the Taiwanese people is something that Xi Jinping will ever take seriously. So do we have similar devices over China? Is that why we're not, you know, saying that we're going to shoot it? Here's a story from InfoWars. It's disinformation. Trump and former officials slam the anonymous report of Chinese spy balloons under their watch. Former President Donald Trump lashed out a report from an anonymous U.S. Defense Department official who said over the weekend that spy balloons transisted, uh, transited over U.S. territory while he was president. Quote, this never happened. It would have never happened. Uh, Trump told Fox News on Sunday, adding the Chinese regime respected us greatly under his watch. It never happened with us under the Trump administration. If we, and if it did, we would have shot it down immediately. It's disinformation because, of course, it is. Oh, but the, but the intelligence community is telling us, yes, just like they told us the Hunter Biden laptop was fake, right? I mean these people are just relentless liars. You can just ignore 99% of what they say. Uh, we'll be back on the other side, folks. We're going to continue to talk about this uh, Chinese spy balloon that uh, never existed during Trump's administration. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it, and it is – because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com, and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're watching The American Journal. With your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. You know, when, when InfoWars talks about the fact that New World Order, the powers that be, whatever, whatever the hell you want to call them, like want people stupid, they want people dumb, they want people fat and, and lazy and incompetent, it's like, why, though? But why would they want that? Like, people don't understand why people empowered would want the people they rule over to be docile morons. It's so they can lie to them with impunity. It's so the American people don't have the wherewithal to contend with their ridiculous lies. Like, it really is as simple as that. If you just bombard people with enough 
baseless propaganda and repeated over and over again, even when it's shown to be utterly and totally fabricated, people will still repeat it and believe it and like, go to their grave, sure that it's true. I mean, look at the look at the Russia, you know, claims of uh, Russia collusion with Donald Trump. I mean, there has not been a more thoroughly debunked claim in the history of America, as far as I'm concerned. It was investigated for two years with hundreds of millions of dollars and dozens of high-level elite lawyers and, and investigators with unrestricted access to every communication of anybody in Trump's inner circle or outer circle or anybody that was friends with friends of theirs. Like it's just the most thoroughly investigated claim of all time, and they came up with a gigantic goose egg, a total zero. Absolutely – they still repeat it. They still claim that Trump was a Russian. So it like it, it doesn't matter what the truth is. It doesn't matter what reality is. Their propaganda is so overwhelming, and the people are so mindless that they'll just they'll just believe the lie forever. It's incredible. And one of these things is the uh, like just the way they've covered this spy balloon nonsense, right? First of all, this story from uh, the Spectator: AP stealth edits its Chinese spy balloon report. So at first, reports it as if it's uh, totally true. They're like, yes. Uh, this actually happened multiple times under the Trump administration. They first published this article on Saturday. Uh, then they very quietly changed it to be uh, so slightly less certain, right? Well, okay, there have been these claims by anonymous uh, supporters, but uh, there were no editor's notes or other indications for readers that the article had been changed in such a key way. Multiple senior Trump uh, Intelligence officials said they have not been briefed on any such incidents and suspected they never occurred, including people that are not friends of Trump, like John Bolton. Like there's no loyalty to Trump. They sort of hate each other. But even John Bolton's coming out like, no, this never happened. John Bolton, who served as national uh, security advisor, told Fox News, this never happened. I don't know of any balloon flights by any power of the United States during my tenure, and I've never heard of any of that occurring before I, before I joined in 2018. Former Secretary of Defense Mark Esper similarly told CNN, I don't recall somebody coming into my office or reading anything that the Chinese had surveillance balloons above the United States. I would have remembered that. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, former Directors of Intelligence John Ratcliffe and Rick Gunnell, and former National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien all offered similar on-the-record de- denials of knowledge of any such incidents, right? So this balloon comes – uh, Biden does like doesn't deal with it, can't handle it totally, and you know just lets it spy over the United States instead of like defending that decision. They say, well, Trump did it three times. They just make that claim. They just say this like one undisclosed anonymous source makes this totally baseless claim. Then everybody with knowledge of the situation denies it. Every single person, people who like Trump, people who don't like Trump, everybody in a place to know uncategorically or rather categorically denies that it ever happened and then they just run with it anyway now they go with this story chinese spy balloon under trump not discovered until after biden took office yes folks this is what they expect you to believe that not only did it happen under trump but trump didn't know and it was only afterwards that biden i don't know took his time travel army and and went back in time to discover this occurred like this makes no sense it literally makes no sense whatsoever that somehow they figured this out afterwards. The Biden administration official now says the incidents were not discovered until after the Trump administration had already left, but the official did not say how these incidents were discovered or when. It's ridiculous. It's just a ridiculous claim. It's an insult that they expect you to believe this. You should be insulted. 
that they think that they can pull this over on you and go, well, well, it happened. We just we figured out later because we have time. Watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we're going to open up the phone lines for your calls the next two hours. We'll try to get to as many as possible. The number to dial is 1 789 2539. 1 789 2539. Give us a call here at American Journal. Look forward to hearing what you have to say about the Grammys, about the spy balloon about the, the war in Ukraine. We, we still have so much to cover and a lot of uh, videos to go to, and we'll, we'll go to a few of these here in just a moment. But I'm still just reading this CNN article and just, I'm just baffled at how they think they can get away with this. Like, and I guess they can. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be baffled. They do get away with this. They completely get away with it. You know, 50 intelligence, uh, uh, you know, intelligence community operatives write a letter condemning the Hunter Biden laptop and calling it Russian disinformation. Then Hunter Biden's like, no, actually, that was mine, and all of those are mine. I'm going to sue you for publishing them. And it's just like, it's just forgotten. It's, they, just, they just lie. Like these people just lie continuously, they lie about everything. They get caught over and over, but they're shameless, and they, then they just keep lying. They just double down on the lies. They lie about the lies. When they get caught, they lie about the lie about the lies. I mean it's just you could we really can just ignore them, but we can't because these people are the ones in power, and unfortunately, the media's they're complete lapdogs, so you know the vast majority of our fellow Americans are being spoon-fed this stuff, and they probably believe it. So we, now we have to talk about it. Now we have to confront it. So again, this uh, Biden, uh, this uh, balloon thing with Biden has been a, a total embarrassment, just like everything else this man does. Uh, but they try to and again. It does. It really doesn't even really doesn't even matter if it if there was something under Trump. Like that's not the way that this works. You can't just do something badly and then point to the guy before you and go, well, he did something also bad as if that is like, oh, okay, well, it's fine then. You're, the thing you did that was bad doesn't matter anymore because you pointed out that some other dude did something bad. That's not the way any of this works. It's not an excuse. It's not a – it's an attempt to make Republicans look hypocritical, but they're not, and Republicans would have been pissed at this under Trump just like they're pissed at it under Biden because they actually you know, care about the fact that there's a giant spy balloon floating over – all of the continental United States. But this article is just, I mean, I feel stupider reading it. It is really something else. The Biden administration official now says the incidents were not discovered until after the Trump administration had already left. So again, balloon over the continental United States, total embarrassment to the Biden administration. They try to offload that onto the Trump administration by saying, well, actually it happened under them. Everybody who's anybody, Mark Esper, John Ratcliffe, uh, John Bolton, Mike Pompeo, everybody in power under Trump, even the people who hate him and have disavowed him over and over, they all come out and go, no, this never happened. That's a total, that's a complete farce, complete lie, never happened. So they go, well, okay, I mean, it happened. You just didn't know because, because we just found out. We just found out this happened now that Biden's in office. It's like, really? Do you believe that? You believe that? Like how is that even possible? It's literally impossible for it to, to for that to have happened, unless they say they could, like went back in time 
and saw this happen under the Trump administration. But like, well, I guess what they're suggesting is that somehow under the Trump administration, these balloons were, were crossing over the United States. And then – so they like, they like wrote it down somewhere but didn't tell anybody. And it was only after Biden got into office that they like found these notes that said this or that. Like it, it doesn't make any sense on its face, on its surface. Just basic logic tells you that that claim makes no damn sense at all, even the slightest. And they also have like these little these, – these little words that if you miss this one word, it changes the whole meaning of the sentence. CNN reported on Sunday that the Pentagon had briefed, had briefed Congress of previous Chinese surveillance balloons during the Trump administration that flew near Texas and Florida. Oh, near Te- – oh, OK. Near Texas and Florida. Well, like over Cuba? Like what's near Florida? Like what, what does that even mean? Like What? They're like, well, this happened three times under Trump. You know, they, the exact same thing happened, except it, uh, they didn't actually go cross over the continental United States. Okay, so it's a completely different thing, what you're describing. What are they doing? What are they talking about? The senior administration official said that with regard to the balloon shot down on Saturday, the analysis into its capabilities is ongoing. But the official added, closely observing the balloon in flight has allowed us to better understand the Chinese program and further confirmed its mission was surveillance. It further confirmed its mission was surveillance. What? Okay, so first of all, they knew about this as far back as January 28th, okay? So over a week ago, they knew that this balloon existed. They knew it was traveling to the United States. It passed over Alaska in January on January 28th, and everybody knew about this. That was in a position to do anything about it. They allow it to continue its flight all the way over the entire continent of the United States. When asked, why did you allow it to continue flying? They were saying, well, while it was flying, we could, we could surveil it and we could check it out and see what it was up to. It's like our first thought was it was surveilling us. And so the flying over, was it actually completing its mission? It was actually just there to surveil all of us, but we didn't do anything about it. We watched it and our watching it helped us confirm it was actually surveilling us. It's like, yeah, yeah, duh. What are you talking about? Obviously. <laughs> It's like a giant camera pointed at America, and they're like, well, let's just go ahead and let it film all of us uh, because we need to study it and make sure it's filming all of us. Yep, okay, we've studied it for days. It's filmed all of us. It's, it's closely mapped with exacting detail, all of our nuclear launch sites, uh, but we, we, let, we had to let it do that so we could tell if it was surveilling us, and it was. Great. Well done, you absolute contemptible morons. It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable what ridiculous failures these people are in every sense of the word. Trump mentioned that in his uh, Truth Social post, saying the Chinese uh, balloon situation is a disgrace, just like the Afghanistan horror show and everything else surrounding the grossly incompetent Biden administration. They're only good at cheating in elections and disinformation, and now they're putting out that a balloon was put up by China during the Trump administration in order to take the heat off the slow-moving Biden fools. China has too much respect for Trump for this to have happened, and it never did. It's just fake information. Yeah, obviously. It's obviously true. It's beyond true. It's self-evident. And then, of course, when they're caught out on this, the AP just like changes the story and doesn't tell anybody and doesn't note that it edited anything. It just it just changes the story and pretends like uh, it was that way the entire time. Just again, how how do people 
How do people not realize what a big deal this is? It's totally insane. Uh, but, you know, it's not really that big of a coincidence. Let's go to uh, this video. General Mark Milley uh, in 2015. Here's uh, General Mark Milley who – well, we'll, we'll do a little deep dive into Mark Milley on the other side. But here he is in, uh, in 2015 when he was uh, still very high up in the uh, military, part of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Let's watch what he was saying all the way back in 2015. As you alluded to in the previous question, uh, China is not an enemy, uh, and I think that's important for people to clearly understand. Uh, China is a rising power. Uh, China has been a rising power t- since uh, Deng Xiaoping in '79, and they've been clicking off at 10% growth for you know, almost 30 years, and they dropped down to about 7% last year or two, and they'll probably drop again, you know, and come into the range of normalcy and three to five percent growth. But that's still significant economic growth. And there's been a really large historic change from a North Atlantic-based global economy to now it's proceeding to be a North Pacific-based global economy. So uh, with respect to China, um, what normally happens historically, it's not in all cases, but in most cases, where you have economic growth of that magnitude typically follows military power. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a, a significant increase in, in uh, Chinese military uh, capabilities over the last uh, 10 to 20 years. Uh, and uh, they are going to develop themselves and are developing themselves uh, into a great power. That is not to say, however, that they are an enemy. Now, they're not an enemy. Let's not do anything about it. Okay, how about now, Mark Milley? Oh, now? Oh, now you're calling China and warning them about what Trump is doing behind Trump's back. It's total treason. And we'll we'll get into Mark Milley's treason on the other side. InfoWars has made history. You have made history by supporting InfoWars. The globalists are being defeated on every front. And now is the time to not just sit on our laurels because we're winning battles. Let's win the war, the information war. There's nothing you can do more important than keeping InfoWars on air and the fight for liberty. I don't think anybody denies that fact, and I thank you for your past support. But I'm encouraging you now to get one of the very last coins in a four-coin series, the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively at 1776coin.com. And you can get $30 off this historic pure silver coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. No more of these will be made. If you want the coin, it's exclusively available right now for a limited time at 1776coin.com. $30 off when you use promo code 1776. Thank you for your support. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal, 
biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. long history i doubt there's been i don't know if there's been any uh, generals and heads of the u.s armed forces as dangerous or as openly treasonous as general mark milley we've been calling this out for years but he's still in power and still doing the same things let's just go over some headlines shall we General Mark Milley held secret Pentagon meeting, told staff not to take orders from President Trump regarding nuclear weapons. Two days after the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol, Joint Chief Chairman General Mark Milley secretly took action to keep President Donald Trump from ordering the use of nuclear weapons. The revelation came to light in Bob Woodward's book, Peril. You never know what a president's trigger point is, Milley reportedly told his staff. According to CNN, who reviewed the book, Milley called a secret meeting in his Pentagon office on January 8th to review the process for military action, including launching nuclear weapons. Milley instructed them not to take orders from anyone unless he was involved. I, I never voted for Mark Milley. Did you? Anybody vote for Mark Milley? Is Mark Milley uh, – see the president? Did, does he have the right to supersede and overwrite the will of the American people? Of course not, but he did, and nobody held him to account for it. Nobody punished him for it. In fact, he did it. In cooperation with and in cahoots with uh, Nancy Pelosi, Trump's at the time primary political rival. So again, that's just that is a coup. That's what a coup is when the military decides actually the civilian government can't be trusted. We're in charge now. Yeah, that's that's a coup. That's what that is by definition. You know, what's not a coup. What's not a coup is when a bunch of protesters. Uh, overwhelm the police and spend an hour or two wandering through the Capitol, committing no crimes and with no infrastructure in place whatsoever to supersede the you know, congressional process. Just nothing whatsoever. That's being called a coup in what has to be historically one of the most ridiculous claims of all time. But what actually is a coup is when the heads of the military decide that they're in charge and that the civilian oversight in the government as voted on by the people can't be trusted and can be safely ignored that's a coup so he pulled off a coup there great job uh from american military news general milley held top secret meeting to block trump's nuke access told staff to disobey all but his orders disobey all but his orders see he's in charge now not the people that the americans voted for just him somebody that nobody voted for Mark Milley pledged to the Chinese to commit treason in order to undermine Donald Trump. In a political setting, the word treason is thrown around a lot, and in almost every case, it's used in a way that does not legally meet the definition of the word yet. Courtesy of General Mark Milley, the disgraced chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under Joe Biden, we finally have a situation where the term is applicable. In a jaw-dropping report, it's been revealed that Milley pledged to the Chinese military to commit treason in order to undermine Donald Trump. In a pair of secret phone calls, General Mark A. Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, assured his Chinese counterpart that the U.S. would not strike, according to a new book by Bob Woodward and Robert Costa. The move to alert the CCP would have 
taken place via secret back channel set up by Milley and not sanctioned by the White House. For those who want to quibble with the term treason being used, the legal definition under U.S. Uh, or 18 U.S. Chapter uh, 115, uh, 2381, treason, whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere is get guilty of tre- treason and shall suffer death or shall be imprisoned not less than five years and fined. Uh, under this title, but not less than $10,000, should be incapable of holding any office under the United States. Top U.S. general secretly contacting a top Chinese general, pledging to notify him of any coming attack without the commander-in-chief's knowledge. In doing so, he would be betraying the American service members who would be carrying out the attack, almost certainly leading to more casualties. Keep in mind that in the event of an attack, we would then be at war with China, making them an enemy uh, nation at that point. Milley told Chinese in secret phone call he would give the CCP advance warning if the USA would ever attack. Extraordinary moment in the January 6th committee reveals General Mike Milley agreed with Pelosi that Trump is crazy, reassured her that the nuke codes were safe. Again, just deciding on their own that uh, they have to circumvent, override, usurp the power of the president because of headlines on CNN who were freaking out about a protest that got out of hand at the Capitol. Just mind-blowing stuff, right? And, of course, that was also when he was like, I want to understand white rage. (laughs) Just absurd. Uh, Milley also admitted to leaking information about Trump to several journalists. Commander of U.S. Central Command, uh, General Keith McKenzie, and Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley on Tuesday testified before the Senate Armed Service Committee about Biden's botched Af- Afghanistan withdrawal. Milley admitted he had leaked information about Trump to several journalists under questioning from Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator Blackburn on Tuesday asked Milley if he spoke to Bob Woodward, the author of the new book Peril, that revealed Milley told China in a secret phone call he'd give advanced warning if the U.S. was ever going to attack. In a pair of secret phone calls, we, we just covered that. Did you talk to Bob Woodward or Robert Costa for their book Peril? Blackburn asked Millie. Uh, Woodward and Costa, uh, Woodward, yes, Costa, no, Millie replied. Millie admitted he'd leaked information to several journalists. When he was asked if he was accurately represented in the book, Millie said he hasn't read any of the books. Uh, but of course he was. Of course he was. Ex military officers call for Austin Millie to resign over Afghanistan debacle. Dozens of retired generals and admirals have called on the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark Milley, to step down, accusing them of negligence in connection with the disastrous youth, uh, U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. The signatories, who claim membership in a group called Flag Officers for America, claim Austin and Milley should have recommended against this dangerous withdrawal in the strongest possible terms. If they did not and did everything within their authority to stop the hasty withdrawal, they should resign. So again, this guy's just, he's just still in power. He's just still in power. He just commits treason. He just usurps the power of the uh, presidency. He undermines the president by leaking information about him to his enemies. And then he claims that a protest that got out of hand on January 6th was somehow an existential threat that required him to take these extraordinary steps, which again is just absolutely ridiculous, beyond the pale and you know, without without any sort of base in uh, reality. Just incredible, isn't it? You can actually see under the uh, under his Wikipedia, racial issues. On June 1st, 2020, uh, he was very angry that Trump had uh, stopped a, a mob of rioters from burning down a historic church. He was very angry, actually cursing. He said he felt sick and was effing done with this blank to Esper. Uh, yeah, I'm done with this. See, so when it's George Floyd protests that cause 
dozens of Secret Service agents have to be sent to the hospital because of their injuries when they actively attempt to burn down a historic church that was once, you know, home to uh, services with the likes of Abraham Lincoln and others and was lit on fire and nearly burned down. He's, he's furious. He's so angry that Trump would use the military to try to prevent that. But when it's a bunch of Trump supporters wandering aimlessly through the Capitol, then it's an existential threat that justifies him superseding and usurping the power of the president to uh, claim the, the nuclear codes for himself. On January 12, 2021, Milley and the Joint Chiefs of Staff issued a statement condemning the storming of the U.S. Capitol. So again, he's so mad he's cursing like a sailor when it's the military, not even the military, but just the police being used to prevent Washington, D.C. from being actively burned down with massive raging fires in churches. Uh, that's, he's very mad that the military is used for that. Uh, but when a bunch of Trump supporters walk through the Capitol waving American flags, uh, he issues a statement condemning that and usurps the president and uh, then claims it was uh, white people being racist. So he should be treated. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there and your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it would take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWars. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to go out to your phone calls now. Stephanie in Central Florida. Let's talk about the Satanic Grammys. Sounds like a very absurd motorcycle gang, the Satanic Grammys. A bunch of old ladies with devil horns. Uh, thanks for calling in. Stephanie, uh, you're on the air. What, what are your thoughts about this open display, of essentially the Hollywood elite performing a Satanic ritual mm-hmm. on national TV? So when I saw that this morning um, on on Twitter, I was like, oh, my goodness, did I just watch, like, a satanic ritual in the middle of the Grammys on yes. national television? Yes, you did, so it kind of <laughs> <laughs> It kind of blew me away at first. Um, but then you made a comment about somebody who called from uh, my neck of the woods mm-hmm. saying that they've um, heard about it or seen stuff or whatnot. And I'm a park ranger over on the west coast of central Florida. And off of our trails, I find, like, weird ritual-looking things down by the river sometimes. Um, Most of the time, it's in jars, like mason jars. And it'll have things like plant materials, crystals, rocks, shells. Sometimes it looks like animal material or parts in it. 
it'll be down by the river or on a tree stomp with um, sometimes candles or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when I see those things, I'm just like, whoa, I'm like really superstitious and don't want to get like cursed or something. But my coworkers will go over and just scoop it right up and throw it in the dumpster. And I'm like, oh my goodness, y'all are crazy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, somebody, Santa Muerta, was that, is that the one? There's like a cult that the person called in. I wish I could remember the details, um, but essentially the, the person who called in, talked about this religion it was a, a bunch of people from like haiti or something that had come in and was yeah performing these like satanic rituals in the swamps of florida and they had to like be told not to and they had to like get together with the religious leaders being like you can't do this in the in public <laughs> parks like if you want to if you want to kill a chicken and spread its blood around like you can do that you got to do it at home you can't do it at the park because now there's just like bloody chicken parts everywhere the t- that time yeah, a python no, hunter yeah I haven't seen anything like that dramatic or whatnot, but there's definitely, and it makes sense because my park's mostly swamp. So it makes sense that we would find it around here and stuff like that. But yeah, and it's, I just kind of wanted to confirm what your other caller had talked about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely a real thing. Thanks for that. Yeah. Florida apparently is uh, one of the places that this goes on and it has something to do with a, with a cult there. I wish I remember what it was exactly we'll have to go back into our show archives and take a look at that thank you so much for the call stephanie yeah it's it's a real thing satanism it's it's not a joke it's not some sort of panic from the 1980s it's real i mean look at the i've seen the satanic altars that they found that the mexican cartels have where it's just literally like a room full of human skulls with like an altar to the god of death and uh, yeah, they're all they're, – they're Satan worshipers. They worship Satan. They perform sacrifices. They kill people and animals and perform like magic rituals. This is all totally real and also they do it sometimes uh, on the Grammys. So there's that. Uh, is anybody else calling – a lot of people are calling in about um, the balloon. So we'll go to that. I was seeing if anybody else called in about the uh, satanic rituals. But let's go to Clown Car. Clown Car, been a while since we've heard from you. Uh, you have a question about the balloon. Thanks for calling in, Clown Car. You're on the air. Clown Car, producer. Harrison, good morning. Everybody out there in Florida. I just want to wonder, uh, who told us that, that this thing was uh, a Chinese uh, spy plane? Uh, the Pentagon, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I think China confirmed it. Were there any markings on it? And when did China confirm it? Uh, I think they confirmed it pretty much right away. I mean, I, I'm not sure that's... Uh, <laughs> Did you hear the translation when she says we released it too early according to the North American agreement? Uh, no. The Chinese said that? Something like that. Yep, yep. And then you wonder why Fox was the first to catch it. So now we're all going to be looking up at the sky for Project Bluebeam, right? Fox is probably the most skeptical people, I guess Republicans, conspiracy theory, you know, right wing, left wing, whatever wing, you know. But, uh, you know, it's funny. He said he wasn't going to shoot it down on Wednesday. Meanwhile, he's been in, the, in America since Saturday, you know, up in Hawaii, looking at stuff since Saturday. But we never mentioned that China's got all these, you know, deals with uh, Canada to have military bases up there. How come we don't really talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was thinking that same thing. I mean, apparently they saw the balloon in Alaska on the 28th of July, and then it passed over all of Canada and finally went down into well, think about Montana. It. If, if the if the Trojan horse worked correctly 
and the balloon was full of, let's say, if a spoonful of fentanyl could kill a city, a balloon football field would have, have taken out Alaska if we would have shot it down over Alaska. Yeah, I guess so. And that was one of that's one of the speculations is that they didn't want to shoot it down because they thought it had some sort of bio weapon in it, and they didn't. So how, want did, to... so how did we know whether or not that was true to do it or not? We didn't. We just shot it down anyway. <laughs> you know. But... Yeah, well, we shot it down over the ocean, so. Well, Trying to confirm second like, balloon over Latin America. If I remember, if I remember in a James Bond movie, I believe it was Goldfinger. It starts with him jumping out of a plane onto a balloon. So let's get that you know part of James Bond history straight. <laughs> that would that would have been pretty cool. That maybe that that would have been a good way they could have. Uh, that was the dude with the gold teeth. Remember? Yeah, of course. Jaws. Uh, well, thanks thanks for the call, Clonkar. I mean, I think I mean China. To me, this just seems like flexing by China. This is just China being like, we can do whatever the hell we want, and you can't stop us. And so like, even when we shot down the balloon, China just said, if you want to bring up that headline again, it was China files an official complaint with the U.S. embassy saying you know, it was bad that, they shot, that we shot down their spy balloon. China accuses U.S. of indiscriminate force as military searches for balloon remnants. Officials lodged a formal complaint with U.S. embassies in Beijing saying Washington had overreacted, shooting down the suspected spy balloon over the weekend. So, I mean, honestly, this just seems like China flexing on us to just show the world that we're nothing and that they can do whatever the hell they want. And they're right, apparently. Let's go to Zed in Toronto. Zed, you say they're using Finland as a test bed. Uh, test bed for what, Zed? You're on the air. Oh, uh, pretty much since 1995, uh, the whole uh, defund the police movement, the cashless society, and also uh, I'd call it eugenics uh, by not giving uh, people over 70 uh, like uh, intensive care treatment. But I'd just like to start with the defund the police. Uh, they uh, started consolidating uh, local police stations into uh, what they call police centers. So uh, there's maybe one big police station downtown. And it takes 20 minutes uh, if you're in a smaller town to even get a response. And you basically never see cops there. They were replaced by uh, uh, speed cameras on the highways and uh, security guards for uh, more more menial roles. But don't they have like no crime? I mean, isn't I, I, just every every stat every stat I see about I was, Finland is like they're the happiest country in the world, and there's just like I, almost no crime was, at all. I mean, so I, it's, I was going to say. I was going to say because uh, it's such a homogenous country, it actually worked there. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's that's what it seems like. It's like I get defund the police if like the police are just sitting around all day with nothing to do, and yeah, mm-hmm. you can you can go ahead and defund them. But if when it's in when you know our crime rate is skyrocketing and higher than it's been in forty years, eh, maybe don't defund the police then, right? Yeah, very yep. different, uh, <laughs> very different method they're taking. But yeah, Finland. Uh, I think it's also you know it's just one of those things where it's like. It's the happiest country in the world. Also, mm-hmm. ironically, the most homogenous country in the world and, when it comes to white people. I, Iceland is the same. And uh, we're effectively a cashless society now. Even I remember a disc jockey on Finnish radio uh, who uh, had gone into a store in Helsinki and there was a paper on the window saying, you're a traitor if you pay with cash. A traitor. <laughs> Jesus. And uh, the final point I'd mentioned to uh, this why my parents live in Canada well, for now, until it's made stuff. But uh, the, if you're uh, if you're over seventy, you will not be admitted into a public intensive care unit. We also have a like private uh, medical institutions, kind of a hybrid between Canada's and uh, your system. 
Interesting. Well, can I give one shout out still? Uh, Max what? in Kansas. Ten seconds. Max in Kansas. That kid has a brilliant head on his shoulders. I know. He needs to like write articles or something. I'll, I'll tell him he said that. Thanks for the call. More of your calls on the other side. Don't go anywhere, folks. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate Bone Broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there and your purchase supports the info war a 360 win if you've not experienced bone broth and even the regular ones have great effects believe me you want to get InfoWars life ultimate bone broth at infowarsstore.com now it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it just go to infowarsstore.com read the facts there and then order some and you can't lose it's nutritive it empowers your body it's great for your immune system bones and joints and it funds the info war so ultimate bone broth now back in stock at infowarsstore.com for 25 percent off you're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. We are building a religion. We are building a Santeria. Santeria is the name of religion. Miami Herald, watch your step in Miami. There might be a severed cow's tongue on your running path. Beheaded animals found in Cape Coral, Florida, suspected the result of ritual sacrifice. Dead pig chickens dumped along busy Florida street may be ritual sacrifice, cops say. Pretty incredible stuff. Anyway, Satanism flourishing in this country, and you can you can see the results. Let's go to Joe in USA. He wants to talk about his perspective on the uh, balloon situation. Joe, what do you got for us? Harrison. Howdy. Well, what I, what I think it is, I think it's just another uh, dumbing down of the American public with a pillow fight between the Chinese and, and Joe Biden because the Chinese definitely want him reelected. So they slow rolled this balloon, got everybody's attention, and I think they allowed him to shoot it down. So when, when, when reelection comes up, He's going to be put up as some kind of hero because because the Chinese definitely want him in office. Mm. So to me, that's just another angle. I mean, I mean, it was so played out and like you guys often describe things as cartoonish. This was definitely 
like cartoonish. And again, I mean, what was the difficulty in shooting this thing down? Not much. But now all of a sudden, when he goes to get reelected, they're going to say, oh, Joe Biden shot down and protected us from the Chinese. And the Chinese and Joe Biden go hand in hand, man. So to me, it's just another angle to it. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. It, I don't see how this reflects well on Biden, though. I mean, he shot it down after it had gone, had well, completed the media, its mission. Well, the media controls everything. The, the media controls everything. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it just, I guess it's not any more ridiculous than any of the other claims they make. In fact, that, that might be a good little segue into uh, some of these other videos that I have. Let's go to uh, this one from uh, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg uh, explaining why Biden's approval numbers aren't better. See, the, the media is there to, uh, to try to sell us on this. And again, it's like you don't need to have it pointed out to you how different the media is from you know, Trump's administration to this one. It's, but it's so blatant. It's so like, painfully obvious how one-sided they are. Like under Trump, it was just like lowest unemployment ever across the board, highest highest economy the world's ever seen, just stock market uh, uh, records being set time and time again, manufacturing coming back here, no wars being started, you know, strong hand with our enemies overseas, but not letting the conflicts spiral out into, you know, wider catastrophes, just Continual wins on Trump, and all they ever talked about were like Stormy Daniels and the fake Russian collusion nonsense, which never actually existed, right? So when it's Trump, they just are hyper-focused on completely fabricated, totally made-up, non-existent crises that they themselves create, fabricate, and then perpetuate. But when it comes to Biden, they're very mad that the American people aren't more happy with how their lives are going. Uh, they bring on Pete Buttigieg, and of course he's going to, you know, say what he's going to say. And you know, he's he's a CIA agent, so it's like you know we we know where he's coming from. But that's not even the important part. The important part to me is how this question is asked to Pete Buttigieg. Just the subservience, the groveling, the bootlicking when it comes from the mainstream media. Uh, so here's Pete Buttigieg, but pay attention to the way this question is asked. Let's watch. He's got a lot of things to tell. Why do you think that it has not penetrated the American public? Well, look, these things don't sell themselves, and it's one of the reasons I'm really looking forward to that, that State of the Union address. Uh, I will say that there have been so many accomplishments under this administration, it can be difficult to list them in a distilled way. Mm, yeah, that's the problem. That's probably Again, the question asked is, Biden has had so many victories. Why isn't that penetrating to the American people, right? Just... I mean, they could at least be more subtle about it. They could at least they could at least be a little bit more subtle about their bootlicking, but they're not. They're just they're open about it. He's had so many victories. Really, name one. Well, I mean, there are just too many to name. Okay, name one. I mean, it's just the list is so long; it's hard to even comprehend. Okay, uh, how about one of them? How about one of them would be nice? Well, I mean, it's just there's so many though. No, but there's just so many though. It reminds me of how. You know how it goes when you ask uh, people about Alex Jones. That was like a, a common thing. We used to go out on the street and ask people. They would just be like, well, he's just – he's wrong about so many things. We'd be like, okay, name one. They would just be like, well, it's just – but it's so many. 
It's just like, okay, so one shouldn't be an issue. But I mean, it's just, but there are so many though. It's like, okay, so none, all right? So you can list out things that have happened during the Biden administration. None of them have been positive. None of them have been a victory for Biden. It's nothing but embarrassment. It's nothing but failure. It's nothing but incompetence, willful or otherwise. From InfoWars headline, uh, courtesy of Zero Hedge, polls show record number of Americans worse off financially since Biden took office. The Biden White House has made it their top priority to present the U.S. economy as a wellspring of job creation and recovery. Biden relies primarily on jobs data as proof that his economy is the best economy ever and has consistently tried to take credit for falling unemployment data and 12 million jobs created since he took office. This claim, of course, ignores the 25 million plus jobs lost during the COVID lockdowns, which Biden avidly supported, even as it became clear that COVID was a non-threat to the vast majority of the population. In other words, Biden has been trying to take credit for the recovery of jobs he originally helped to destroy. Many Democrat-run states are still lagging, and a return to financial stability has been difficult. Other concerns surround this matter in which labor data is being calculated. Only last year, the Philly Fed had to revise and refute White House labor gains and cut over 1 million jobs from their stats in the process. That kind of discrepancy is not normal. In the meantime, inflation numbers have dropped slightly while interest rates rise, yet prices on most goods remain high. Higher wages have not been able to catch up to far higher costs, and the stagflationary problem does not look like it will be going away in anytime soon, or as the Biden administration would put it, massive success on every front. No, but it's huge success. Sure, everybody is poor. Sure, there you know, isn't enough food to fill grocery store shelves. Sure, the war in Afghanistan came to an ignominious end of total embarrassment with dozens of American soldiers dead and the entire country handed over to the Taliban with $80 billion worth of high-tech United States military equipment. Sure, the border is wide open with millions upon millions of people crossing in a single year. The population of the city of Denver in like a single month crosses over the border. I mean, sure, crime has skyrocketed through the roof. Division in this country is higher than it's ever been. The FBI is on the warpath against its own citizens as it throws people in prison for several decades over putting their feet on a politician's desk. Sure, everything is significantly worse on every front, but as long as you keep saying it's better, then the people will believe you. I mean, do you believe what you hear or do you believe your life? Do you believe what's happening in your experience? Do you believe that the economy is is great because some numbers on a on a flashing board in New York and Pete Buttigieg tell you it's good? Or do you understand that you're paying four times as much for basic foodstuffs? I mean, which one do you believe? The reality or, you know, the lies being fed to you? I guess – you know, when you have Americans just being willfully ignorant of all of this, I guess that's what you get. So just – it's just a giant joke. All of this is just a huge joke. We are the punchline. It's the end of the United States as we know it, whether we go down in nuclear hellfire or the slow degrading descent into you know South Africanization as we continue to just spiral down into murder – rape, chaos, starvation, and misery. Uh, One thing's for sure, it's the Democrats in charge. So well done, everyone. Folks, we'll be back on the other side to take more of your phone calls in the third hour of this program. I want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. Help us stay on the air. Lots of big changes happening at InfoWars, but we'll be here as long as we can, and that's entirely 
up to you. The Alex Jones is right. Emergency sale is still on as far as I understand, but it's got to end very soon. I think it's going to end later today. So if you want to take advantage of probably the biggest sale we've ever had at InfoWars, two days. All right. It'll, it'll, it'll be down in two days, but don't wait, folks. Do not wait until the last day. In fact, a lot of these products are selling out. If you want to get these massive discounts, you've got to go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Help us stay on the air. Help yourself by getting one of these incredible supplements, Brain Force Ultra, the fantastic liquid version of the Bombshell Brain Force product is on sale at up to 50% off as well as just everything else we have on offer there. It's not just supplements. It's air filters, water filters, uh, T-shirts, survival gear. There's something for everybody in a full war store. And best of all, it helps us to stay on the air under the intense and continuous assault that we find ourselves subjected to. We have a lot more videos to show in the next hour as well. Lots of videos to get to. We're going to dip our toe into the Ukraine nonsense as well, but I know a lot of people still calling about the balloon. So we'll, we'll be continuing to take your uh, speculation, your theories, your anger, resentment, happiness, whatever you got for us. We'll take it on the other side. Stay tuned. It's the American Journal Band.video. It's where you go to share these links. You want to beat the New World Order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist. And I've got their number. And I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen... I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. InfoWarsStore.com for the best supplements and more. Or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action.